Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You are listening to the Dope Black Mums podcast. I'm so delighted. I finally get to catch up with Jessica, author of Purpose and founder of Purpose Retreats. Welcome to the podcast. Great to have you here. Lovely to be here. Really good. So you, how long are you in England for? Because I know you are just stopping by from Jamaica. Yeah, it's been, what's it been, 10 days and I, I leave tomorrow. So headed back to Montego Bay early oh. in the morning. Yeah. Oh, music to my ears. And are you delighted, excited to be going? Are you sad? Are you just like, get me out of England, get me out of London? I've really enjoyed London this trip. I really have. And I guess it's just the gift of, of knowing you're going back to a place that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that the gift is so knowing that you're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> so you Love get to it. kind of appreciate, you know, appreciate it for what it's for, what it is. And um, absolutely, yeah. knowing you're going back to right. wonderful Jamaica. I just wanted to take it right back to the early, early days, and you were 15, expelled from school, a teen mum living in a hostel at 17, and just looking back on those times, what would you say to your younger mum self when you're in search of purpose and finding purpose? What would I say? I would say that um, everything is happening for you. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't have listened for a moment. <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But if we park that, I, I would say everything is happening for you and not to you. And that one day, the things that are the hardest about this these circumstances are going to be the very things that, um, are diff- you know, make you who you are and that you have to share um, and, and, and impart and, and, and be of service through. And they, yeah. they will ultimately become gifts. It's just so hard to remember that in the moment it's so Mm. hard it feels like this is everything's coming down you you're the only person in the situation no one else has faced anything like this it's so so feels impossible to remember that in those moments you know it's a sort of spiritual truth that I live by now and it's 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 fundamental because it changes the game you know when it really drops in suddenly any any challenge becomes Mm. A gift. A gift, right. We've talked a bit about, obviously, your teen years, but overall, what's been your journey with finding your purpose? You sound very aligned right now, but I'm sure it hasn't always been this way. It's been a long road, as you know. I feel like I've had several several lives, Mm -hmm. but ultimately it's been a kind of redefining of success, you know, initially coming from that position and that early start as a, a young mom expelled from school with lots of shame that came with it, disappointment to the yeah. family, you know. Yeah. How long did it take, just, just out of interest, how long did it take to shake that mum guilt? I think it's an ongoing work and it's only in the sort of recently, I'm almost 42 now, and it's only in recent years where I've really begun to um, 
yeah n- n- be able to kind of witness it at play and 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 tell it thanks very much but <laughs> release yourself you're, not, you're no longer required here yeah well, that's a beautiful way to put it. release myself and um yeah it takes it takes time it takes time but ultimately you know discovering that you know I couldn't find self-worth just through through achieving Mm. um and as much as doing lots of things and achieving lots through my my media career and my career as an entrepreneur you know changed my life practically there's no escaping the kind of deeper self-work which I had to face um and and continue to do because it's ongoing um which is really where the freedom is at yeah I've met you in many different walks of your life and you've led a really rich life um and i suppose just like you said it's it's that guilt isn't it and wanting to do it all and obviously wanting to show our children that we can balance it all um but yeah just can you ever do it all successfully healthily the bigger question is like what is mm-hmm. all to you mm-hmm. you know is it your all or is it someone else's all is it society's all is it like what is that what is what does success mean for you and you know is is it where where are you lit up and then I think I think we can do that and I think it, it's not always joyous you know life is, is a cycle it, it's impossible to to feel happy all of the time but we can feel we don't have to suffer. We can feel a, a degree of peace, irrespective of circumstance. But there will be sadness. There will be grief. There will be loss. And um, it's, it's kind of it's learning to to be able to, um, I guess, kind of you know change the change the context and 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 it's it's what we make it mean about us. You know, it's how much we. Um, allow it to impact on 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 our experience of being alive that that is um is the difference between people that live happy lives and and those that that seem to um to suffer a lot of the it's, time it's really tricky to decipher that all and to to understand why you're making the moves you're making and it's obviously often so layered and so many reasons why we do what we do but is there anything you can speak to of just why some, particularly some women, find it so difficult to, to pinpoint their purpose, to articulate their purpose, to live their life for their purpose? Like there's so much going on, and especially as mothers, it can be tricky. But is there anything in your work that comes up time and time again, like a, a kind of a one rule that fits all anything that you see often that we could learn from I think the, the biggest thing is that often we're so disconnected from ourselves and what we feel and what makes us happy mm. you know we don't really know and um and that's because we can get into this this process of you know particularly as mums of, of of giving and giving and, and serving and you know being the what what the role requires and we can lose sight of yeah who we are outside of that and and so that for me it's like that connection to what I'm feeling you know that the early morning check-in every Mm. single day is crucial Mm. you know for me it's through my journal but it will look different for different people and you know journaling how am I feeling and therefore what do I need and allow and then giving it to myself wherever you know in whatever way I can is the starting point of that relationship with myself. And to go back to your question, ultimately, you know, your purpose is really just to be as much you 
as you can. And then, you know, what you're here to do is, is will, will present itself. But, but we have, first of all, we've got to be who we are. We've got to know who we mm. are and where we feel good. What are the environments that we feel good in, that we thrive? Who are the people that we're around? What are we doing when we feel most us and most lit up? We've got to have an awareness of that before we can start to think about what we should be doing. There's so much emphasis on doing. And, and, and for me, that's not, that's just more of the same old way of thinking and, and purpose is, is not a doing, it's a being, it's a state mm. of being. And do you think this can be tricky, particularly for us mothers, when we're very tied to the identity of motherhood, to the function of what a mother is, and you can kind of get swept up in it all, and it's sometimes maybe hard to distinguish your you from the function of being a mother, from the role it places, and, and obviously that function will change throughout your children's life as well. So do you think there's anything in that, that people kind of get caught up in it all and find it tricky to understand where they, who they are? I guess the way we mother is just going to be an extension of, of our own relationship with ourselves. So, you know, I have a 23 year old and a 10 year old and my approach to parenting has been very different because I'm a different person now. Um, but ultimately in recognizing that, you know, the, 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 to live a kind of, for me, freedom is, 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 is the goal now. And it's like freedom to be who I am, to, you know, uh, be as expressed as I want to be, to make, to live where I want. It's all the kind, all the different freedoms, both internal and external, um, that's success. Mm. And, in having in having that be my goal it's also a goal i want for my children because i see the world through that lens and so if i prize my own self expression then i must prize my children's self expression yeah. so it just changes rather than you know what are the jobs that are going to give you the most security yeah. or be most respected you know which is often the way that we're raised so um all roads, I think, lead back to to us, mm. you know, mm. and our, our children will only ever be as, as joyful and as, as, as happy and, and fulfilled as, as we are to, to a certain degree. Yeah, to a certain degree. And having your 10 year old now and with all the knowledge you've acquired as through your life, how are you cultivating that in your 10 year old? How are you how how are you helping nurture all of that learning? Mm. Well, certainly I have a, you know, I, I, I do my best to allow him to express his feelings, <laughs> you know, whereas, mm-hmm. you know, my, my old parenting was much more around, you know, if my daughter, bless her, you know, had a challenge, I'd be trying to encourage her to find the positive, you know, what else can we be great? You know, I, I, it was all, it was much more about kind of a positive mindset and, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, I've arrived at a place where you realize you can't override. And actually it's very unhealthy for us to suppress, suppress our feelings and much better to acknowledge them, process them and therefore, and then be able to move through them without them sticking around and, 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 um, and weighing us down and making us unwell mentally and physically, which is ultimately what happens when we, when we aren't, when we are disconnected from feeling, 
which mm. so many of us are. Mm. So yeah, I want him to to feel to be empowered to express, which you know has all sorts of of, of kind of um, interesting nuances coming from a family, you know, of a Jamaican old school dad, <laughs> where that's not the way it goes down, right? So, <laughs> yes, can you imagine? Yeah. As much as my dad evolved, you know, he, he evolved, you know, in, in, in um, to be to be very fair to him, he certainly did. But, but yeah, that wasn't that wasn't my upbringing. Yeah, and and what have you learned, just out of interest, from your ten year old? I can imagine you've learned lots from your daughter, but from your from your conscious, open, present, new school ten year old, have you um, what what has he shown you, or what hasn't he shown you? He is just so himself. It is yeah. the most beautiful thing to behold, you know. And he wrote a song re- recently, which was um, "I might, I may be a freak of nature." That was the name of the track. <laughs> I may be a freak of nature, but I'm just me. That was the lyrics, Aww. and it's like unapologetic, empowered, and it's that you know that just there's a he's magnetic because mm. he's so himself. Mm. And and I think that's that is why we're here. It's to be who we are, and yet it's the hardest thing often for us to to embody. It is, and just so amazing to see a young person so being themselves. It, it is. I can imagine it being um, just addictive to be around. That's that sounds that sounds wonderful. So um, you've got your book purpose and the purpose retreats. What led you to start the purpose retreats? You know, initially, I just wanted to share Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And I think all, all the best things come from that kind of like, you know, space of like, the, the, yeah, I just wanted to share it. It's such a magic healing mm. place. And even if you don't have, you know, a connection kind of genetically, you can't help but feel yeah. it. You know, what was the slogan? Once you go, you yeah. go. and it's true. Well, out of interest, was was there anything to do with like Jamaica having any, I don't know, bad PR or you, you just loves to play yeah so much you want people to no it's a part of it it's like it definitely it's 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 that misinformation yeah and there are a lot of us it's like you you really want to give people an opportunity to um experience it it much more you know the other stories yes. not that kind of single story yeah. narrative that so often is perpetuated through yeah, the media yeah i agree i agree and what what happens on a purpose retreat? Can you talk us through what a day might look like? Yeah, magic. <laughs> I'm selling magic. Brilliant. Oh, basically, yeah, me. But you know, God has everything to do with it, and the the island itself. It's like it's a space of presence. It's seven days, and the only agenda is that you switch off out of your everyday you know, doing and schedule and you, you, you aren't in your roles and you become present both because, you know, you're on holiday, um, but you're immersed in nature and, you know, the, the, every morning you're waking up and you're doing, and you don't need to be a big kind of yogi to come to this. It's not, it's not that vibe, but every day that, you know, there are, there are tools, the yoga, the meditation, the workshops, the silence and the hiking and the going to the waterfalls and the you know all of those things the blue lagoon 
it's an opportunity just to, you know, my favorite, I always say strip back is where we meet ourselves, mm. And, mm. you know, that's from the book. And it's like, it is, it's that space where you get to take off all the masks that you wear and put your armor down and just be. And from that space of presence, clarity emerges and we remember and we get to reconnect with really who we are beneath all of those roles and responsibilities and then we can start to get intent and then we remember you know we we start to feel joy (laughs) connection and we can make choices from that place of intentionality about our life and sometimes it's a change where it's like oh I'm going to go and speak to my parent who I haven't or my sibling who I haven't spoken to for 10 years and sometime it's I'm going to start that business or I'm going to leave that relationship a a variety of things but ultimately it's people emerge from a space of connection to themselves connection a reconnection to life and possibilities and how how much power they have to choose Mm. that we do we can choose and um it's it's you know the the connections that come out of it are just beautiful we actually just had a reunion here in London um the group that were in Jamaica with me in January just all happened to be oh. here um, oh, yeah was and so we just yeah it was beautiful mm. yeah and are there any common reasons why people might go on the purpose retreat anything that keeps on coming up or keeps on recurring I mean I think we should all factor in you know prioritize just getting off the treadmill from time to time but often people are at a crossroads um in some some place part of their life or they have a sense that there's more that they're not quite fulfilling their potential or not fulfilled um and they want a space to really explore that in a way that feels gentle and nourishing and nurturing which is really what the purpose retreat sets out to to, I I, I was asking because often we come to these sort of moments in our lives in real trauma or in real heartache or when we're on the floor and I was just wondering is there you you know when you're on your you hear the stories of people on their deathbed in the hospital and they're like those the moments where they find the most clarity and they they talk through their regrets and what they wish they'd done um I just wonder if we come to that sort of conclusion faster maybe not in trauma maybe not when we're on the ground maybe not when we're on you know the bathroom floor when we're not at rock bottom I was wondering you know it'd be nice to kind of incorporate these sort of things just in our life practice rather than coming to it in trauma yeah 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 I think and and we can and, and that's why it's you know lovely to have these conversations because you know, I look back and it was, it was, it was caring for my dad at the end of his life. That was that mm-hmm. big life moment that kind of was a catalyst mm. for so much change and growth. And yet we can, again, I think it's the little tools that give us the opportunity to keep coming back to ourselves yeah. and actually not to maintain connection so that we don't get to That's the stage it. where we're burning out, you That's know, it. and on the floor. Yeah. yeah. It can often feel like there's little whispers and it's, you know, if you want to listen to it or not, before it becomes the like brick upside the head, you know, you've had all these little moments, little whispers telling you that you could be doing something else or telling you you could be, there could be other ways. And then you don't listen, you end up on the floor or at bottom. And then, you know, then you make these big life decisions. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. 
desperate to not get to that stage. So looking back at all the retreats you facilitated, writing the book, what does it feel like um, looking back at this community that you've built? These lives you've changed or helped facilitate to find change, find the purpose. They've changed my life, Mm -hmm. Nina. I mean, you know, I had a an extensive network through my PR career and my, you know, my life as an entrepreneur, extensive black book, if you like, you know, they call, remember they call it, and it's like nothing compares to the connection, the depth of relationship that I, that I have, um, that has unfolded through, through the last few years of my life and through writing purpose and through the retreats and this, 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 this purpose Academy and all of the stuff that I do now, it's, it is like life giving. Mm-hmm. It's a completely, and it's the point, it's the point for me. It's like, um, yeah, you know, we are, we are one, aren't we? And it's, 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 I get to remember that on a daily basis through my relationships with the people who also happen to be my clients. And that's that a, gift. a gift. Absolutely. I was just thinking for all the, the themes and the things we're talking about, um, often historically, there's a bit of, well, there's heavy disconnect when we get into parenting teens I was just wondering if there, if you had any practical tips or advice on helping teens find their purpose and and helping us as mothers stay grounded to our purpose in those moments as so much can be going on and so much you know can be at play in the background and we've got all our um, undealt with issues coming up probably in these times of you know, big clashes that we're having. Um, mm. I was just wondering, I mean, for any children, but particularly, you know, you see a lot of um, a lot of uh, resistance between parents and teens. I was just wondering, any practical advice mm. or any, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can, I, that, and instantly I think back to, you know, my daughter coming to me a week after her 18th birthday and we'd been looking at law school, you know, where she was going to go and study law. And, you know, I'd worked my ass off to put her through private school, of course you, did. you know, and yeah, yeah do you want them, you know, the best for them more than the, than you had. And, and she came to me and she, you know, with, I thought she was going to heading off to university. And she said, I've been approached by this, you know, high profile model agency oh. and I'm going to, I'm going to model. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to need a minute. I'll be right back. I just need a minute in the toilet by myself. (laughs) Which is exactly where I went. And I looked in that mirror. You know what I like. I locked the door behind me and I looked in the mirror and I was like, Dad. Meanwhile, Dad is no longer on the earth. (laughs) Dad helped me through. And actually, I'm really proud of how I have. I I haven't always been proud of how I've dealt with my interactions with my Mm -hmm. team. But in this moment, I, I did so well because I... I came back to what I truly stand by, which is, you know, it's one thing to have these kind of belief systems around, um, you know, being, li- expressing your gifts and being mm-hmm, who you're mm-hmm, here to be. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to your teenager, mm-hmm. often those things go out totally. the window. But actually I allowed her, I went off to the agency with well her done. and we sat down together. Well yeah. 
And I allowed her to explore that pathway because in the end, you know, it's the only way. Like we, I, I just, it, it is the only way. Yeah. And and I wanted yeah. to make sure that she knew I was always behind her and in her corner. Yeah. And, um, and were there any, I mean, from your PR life, because that's when, that's where I met you when I was modeling and um, kind of stepping mm, into, yeah, stepping into, um, bits of like yeah events PR um mm. from all of your knowledge with your PR head on then when she's in that office and this big modeling agency is any fear creeping in of you know this industry inside out you know mm. the I mean I can name countless of horrifying situations I've been in with art directors producers um Mm. uh photographers the 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 clash of power the power dynamic back then heavily male industry um mm. did, did any of those fears like uh, kick in while she's in this agency while she's doing these jobs like how did you parent through it they did they did and i trusted her Mm. which is is not to take away from but I I trusted her ability to navigate situations and and she has yeah and she really has and she's made decisions that put her values before good commercial opportunities or the kind of super yeah yeah and amazed me in the process you know amazed me asked to lose weight she left um the agency and went for a much smaller more commercial agency so she could do different work which didn't kind of Mm -hmm. push this very Mm -hmm. unhealthy you know and and that was all of her own duration before she was 20 and so um you 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 know you do your best to kind of um lay the foundation and then you have to let go you have to give them you know, that was the making of me. It was as much as it was hard for my, for me to have my dad put me, you know, not allow me to stay in the house with my baby. It was that space to work it out and navigate it that also set me up for life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can imagine. Not, e- not easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> not easy to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, that's a testament also to how your daughter handled herself to you and your daughter for, 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 all the adulting you both are doing in that situation. I mean, right now, my as a my day job is a talent agent. So I see um, day in, day out when people tell me what sort of stories they want to tell. It's one conversation. Then Game of Thrones, DC, Marvel, you know, comes in, shiny, shiny, shiny things. And you're like, well, actually, yeah, maybe I might do this or maybe I might try that. And it's it's very, very difficult, the urge to want to be seen as successful to not want to turn anything down that that constant pull to to do 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 um that's hard so well done to her for like saying no I'm not going to lose weight and actually I'm going to turn down this Mm. because that that fear of turning down the big name and what the big name can do for you all of those things that is that's hard for anybody and very hard for a creative in a in an image-based industry um and a connection relationship-based industry that's um that's tricky. That's amazing that that she was able that you were all able to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant because I know, I know that pull. That's really really difficult. And mm. is she still modelling? She is, but she's kind of at a crossroads mm. now. Um, 
exploring her next steps and she's arrived there at, you know in her own time and there's no timeline mm-hmm. other than the one that we set for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the game that I am supporting her in playing. You decide, you decide. It's just about, you know, um, having a life that is aligned with what makes you happy yeah. and where, where you feel fulfilled. There are no other rules. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, when you're in that space, you can't help but be, but contribute to others, yeah. even just energetically. And, and so, um, yeah. yeah. So, so in those moments as parenting a teen, obviously you listened to her and um, I suppose didn't limit her. You didn't force her to go to law school or go to, sorry, uh, study law. You said, you know, let me support you and went with her. I suppose that's what you're saying. Really, really mm-hmm. listen and understand. And you trusted her in all these a zillion situations she could be in to just know herself and know her value, which is amazing. It can be hard, obviously, with the fear that kicks in when when your teens want to take those big steps and and also for some of us coming from um different setups some of the things that our teens are talking about are uh experiences we would have never been able to either achieve or experience or just simply didn't exist in our donation it's all going to feel a bit new it's all going to feel a bit fresh and it could be a bit scary which is why we could try and you know hold on tight rather than as you did sit down have a conversation and trust her for sure it is scary, but you know what? It's like we're only ever going to trust our kids as much as we trust ourselves. Yeah. And that's why this, for me, this kind of self-work is very practical. It isn't a nice to have privilege just for the middle class. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not that. I really, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about this stuff because it's like it changes the dynamics of our families. It changes our communities and it starts with us. We can only trust our kids as much as we trust our own capacity to navigate life when you know it's not um structured and perfect and and all flowing Mm. and 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 um yeah I I think if that that same set of circumstances had occurred a few years earlier I, I would have responded very differently because I I I at that point you know was a different was a different yeah. mom yeah yeah and I suppose that obviously changes daily and obviously it's going to change with each child. Do you ever have women coming to you saying that they have no purpose? No, I, I, no, I don't. I really? mean, I'm, um, yeah, I don't think. So did anybody come uh, struggling to find their purpose or they have? Sure, definitely. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, sometimes people just, yeah, they don't, they don't, there isn't a thing that they would love to Mm. do. Often it's like somebody's in a job, but there's this thing that, Mm. you know, that they maybe get to once a month or, or maybe it's just a dream that they haven't even pursued, but they have it. And then other times there's nothing there's, there's, I'm just, I just have a sense there's more, I'm not fulfilled and I'm not happy. Um, And I don't know. That story is really interesting because it's different if you, always wanted to be a singer or an actor or a lawyer or you always had some sort of activism or or um a cause that was close to your heart when people come to you and say i don't quite know what i want to do i just know there's more what what do you say to those people 
that's a different adventure. That's the the one where we get to, um, we get to get to go on this adventure of remembering what makes us happy, Mm. remembering, Mm. you know, our gifts, remember it, like remembering who we are, like we're getting to know ourselves all over again, because we all do have moments that, you know, things that make us happy and natural gifts and things that spark joy in us. But often, you know, we've just, yeah, we've lost, we've lost sight of them and they aren't a part of our everyday lives. And then we get to go and remember them. Mm-hmm. So it's a different, it's a few steps before the, the, the leaning into yeah. um, the thing, if there's a yeah. thing. Um, and sometimes it's not a thing to do. Sometimes it's a way of being, you know, it's like, here's who I want to be within my community or within my child's school. Yeah. I want to be the, 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 that mum that comes in and I enjoy um, being the ear that listens to the kids read, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think it's important that we, we take the emphasis on, on output, mm. you know, cause that's not, it's not about that. It's about, it's about, yeah, it's, our way of totally. being. It's not, it's not about it, but sometimes it is so difficult. And that, that is the next thing I was going to ask for some mums who are listening who may just find everything we're talking about super luxurious. It, it might just feel like you've got all this space to sit down and think about these things when you might be worrying about the bills or worrying about childcare or stressed at your job. Um, do you have anything you'd like to say to them or any practical advice of just of, of when you're really stuck and just, just can't find the space to begin to take time for yourself, um, how we could go about doing that when it does feel, you know, impossible. I think the ability to, to process through stuff, like first of all, sort of starting with the belief, you know, so many of us, and this sort of, I had this light bulb recently, so many of us have this belief system of this is as good as it mm-hmm. gets. And our bar is real low. You know, if I look at my life um, on paper, it doesn't make sense. It's like, how did I, I, I move from A to B? And so it would be very easy for me to accept thing where I am, um, relationships, you know, all sorts of things and say, this is as good as it gets. And, and by most people's standards, they would look and they'd say, yeah, it's great. But, but of course, but actually everything is possible. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of, God, it's such a big question. I know. I I was just sitting here thinking there, but maybe some people just like, well, listen to these two. They've got all this space Mm -hmm. to like have these conversations. And, and I, I remember sometimes when, um, when the kids have been asleep or they've been at grandma's where I can really, really, have space to think I'm like oh I might cut my toenails oh I might have a bath and it's only in those moments that I think about taking that moment for for myself some of the things Mm. we're talking about that's deep work you know that is that is a lot of time effort energy not talking about money but just energy to be in that space while still having to to work to look after children to function to cook a meal all of that stuff for me it could sound luxurious. Just like, how do you begin to do this? So I was just thinking, um, 
just trying to be realistic of, of anybody listening just that might just think like what are these two banging on about yeah no and I appreciate you flagging that it's this hat you know where I find myself today as you know I live in Jamaica I have I am in charge of my own routine mm. and you know and my self-care is a priority mm-hmm. it has not this is a new thing <laughs> This is like I was talking about the last few years, you know, the majority of my life. My daughter is 23 years old. And for the majority of it, I raised her with some support. But really, I was a single mom. And so what you're describing is a set of circumstances that I know very yes. well. I know what yes. it is to, to know yes. what the shopping is going to yes. cost before yes. I get to the yes. checkout. Because I've yes. had to work it yes. all out. And yet, you know... Even if I was talking to my younger self, I would say you get yourself a blank pad and you get yourself a pen and you set your alarm for half an hour mm. earlier. And yeah. you, when you wake up, you just whatever is in your head, you get that down on that pad. Because just being able to go into my day from a place of connection to myself and feeling more centered, knowing where I'm at, rather than just going straight into reactivity, would have made it easier for me to manage the, the challenges that were coming at yeah. me and when we, our, my nervous system would have been better able to deal with some of the challenges that I had to navigate which were, were, were tough yeah. and yeah. so I may not have listened and I, and I regret nothing <laughs> and yet like you know it's so it's it's this is fundamental stuff that makes life easier it's supportive and it doesn't have to cost anything you know we're talking about a pad and a pen and 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 a and a, de- and a decision, a conscious choice yeah. to love yeah. yourself enough to give yourself that space to better to be better equipped yeah. to navigate life, and 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 that recognition of yourself as worthy and deserving of that is really the the sort of first step. The first absolutely. Step. I'm sitting here in my dressing gown, nodding away. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for sharing everything, sharing your life with us. What is next for you? What have you got coming up? Well, I'm heading back to Jamaica early in the morning, see my little boy, (laughs) and I can't wait. Um, And then um, I'm back here at the end of next month, and I'm speaking at the Mind Body Spirit Festival on the 17th of April Fabulous. in Olympia. Fabulous. Yeah. And then uh, what else am I doing? I'm running um I'm running an event called Expect Miracles for people that do for purpose-driven small business owners. And that's the 20th and the 21st of April. Okay. And that's all about getting our energy into the space of creating. Because so often we put so much emphasis. I don't know how many. You know, if you have many um, small business owners who listen, Nina, but it's like so often we put so much focus on the doing aspect. I need to do and do and do and do in order to get results in my business or in my career. And actually, you know, when I look at people that I've worked, hundreds of people that I've worked with over the years and, you know, question why some I've, I've applied the same approach to working with them, but some have taken it and flown and had incredible results and some not so much it comes down to their energy and how much they believed it was possible for them to achieve certain results and so this event is all about getting into a space of yeah taking the roof off what we believe is possible for us in our life um 
and then combining that with the taking action piece because we need both yes and any purpose retreats coming up Oh, yeah, always. So that's, that's not till January 2023. Okay. Um, but I'm running a, another one in, in September in Jamaica for people that want to write a book, whether it's just for fun, for the process, or Brilliant. to have it published. And that's going to be, I'm excited for that. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Well, I can't wait to see everything you're up to. So, yeah, just thanks again for sharing so openly. Really appreciate your time. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 